Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, audio, media, radio network. Follow, share, subscribe, like at Harp on Sports, Instagram, Twitter at Harp on Sports, the Facebook page, HarpOnSports.com, Harp on Sports, the YouTube channel. What do we have in store for you tonight? Well, a couple of things. Just two things, two main things. One, um, college football's payoff. Not playoff, college football's payoff. And what else? Baseball's foreign influence as Major League Baseball finds itself in a sticky situation. You like that? Playing words. I know I'm a genius. Uh, When it comes to tack, pine tar, what have you, uh, when it comes to gripping baseballs and spin rates and all that stuff. So I want to start off first with college football expanding their postseason, going from four to 12 teams now. Uh, The structure of this is going to be the sixth highest ranked conference champions. So, what does that do? That guarantees a group of five team. That guarantees a group of five team. Last year it had been Cincinnati. May even guarantee two group of five teams. Was it Coastal Carolina that would have been ranked 12th? Now, don't fall for this one that, oh, look, this means multiple a group of five teams would have made it the last four years. When you get, when you get right down to it, they're going to put a lot of those group of five teams sitting there at 13th when it comes to the at-large. You're not going to include them in this. Just giving you the heads up that if you think, well, look what they did the last few years, we're going to use those rankings. There's no way going into this, the rankings would have ended up the way that we just saw them. So food for thought on that one. But when it comes to this, and this is the truth, that this thing is a wolf in sheep's clothing. It is. The purpose of this is to create opportunities, to give more of a people a chance, more teams a chance. No, it's not. The purpose of this is to make money. The purpose of this is to make more money. College football prints money at a higher rate than almost any sport with the exception of the NFL. Because you don't have to pay a labor force. You don't. You don't have to, you don't have to split this revenue. You get to keep it. If you're the schools, you get to keep it. So why would a university go against this? They're going to make more money. The average payout per year is what? About $300, $400 million for these television contracts? You're going to go from three games to what? You're going to go from three games. You're going to add 12 teams so that it takes, what, 11 games to get rid of those 12 teams? So you're going to go from three games to 11 games? So you're basically going to triple. Actually, you're going to do more than that. But you're going to triple, triple. The amount of games being played. Actually, you're going to go from three to eleven. So let's say the payout is three hundred and fifty, or the the payout's three hundred and fifty million dollars per each year of the college football playoff. Well, that's going to at least at least double. Probably going to be around eight hundred, nine hundred million dollars a year when this new contract is done. Printing money, printing money. It's under the guise of oh, it's going to create a fair opportunity. Everybody's going to be involved in, but this is about money. College football programs and college institutions. Look, they didn't lose money last year. They just didn't make as much money as they're used to making. And their mortgage, they've got the credit cards maxed. They've got their credit cards maxed. Why do they? Because they're building, you know, indoor practice facilities. They're building a variety of, you know, new complexes in on campus, off campus. They've got all this money. They've, they've got the money spent. They got the money spent before it comes in. It's going to be interesting to see how the payouts work with this, who gets to keep the money, how the revenue is shared. Is it shared per conference? Is it shared overall? But they'll work those details out. This 
gives the non-Power Fives the illusion that they get a fair shake, which they don't, but at least they get a shake, which they didn't before. You know what this is equivalent of? This is the equivalent of giving a major, major company a $100 million tax break, so then that major company then gives each of its employees $1,000. You're like, that's nice. Look what they did for me. Okay, they did something for you, but they did more for themselves. They did something for you, but they did more for themselves. Um, this will crush the major bull system as you know it. It will. Okay. That's, that's one of those things that if you're cool with. Look, we've already crushed certain rivalries in college football. Nebraska, Oklahoma was the biggest rivalry in college football in the 60s and 70s and maybe even into the 80s. We've, we, this crushes that. That's been crushed for years, right? Texas, Texas A&M, crushed. It's just going to crush more rivalries. It is. Why? Because you can rest guys now down the stretch. Well, if I were, if I were Alabama and I were 11-0 and and had the SEC wrapped up, why on earth would I risk injury? I'd rest my guys. You have to move rivalry weekend. Rivalry weekend can't be the last weekend of the year. If I were Alabama and 11-0, why would I play my starters against Auburn? Why would I do that? Why? If I were Ohio State and Michigan, if I were Ohio State and 11-0, why would I play my starters against Michigan? Why? I'm guaranteed a spot in the uh, Big Ten Championship game, right? If I'm guaranteed a spot, why, why, would, I, why, would, I rest, why would I play my guys? So, the, look, it's one of these things that, oh, it makes the playoff great. Okay, but you can't, you know, pay Paul without robbing Peter, right? You rob Peter to pay Paul. It's got to come from somewhere. It's got to come from somewhere. And where does it, it comes at the expense of something. What does it come at the expense of? Well, it comes at the, well, it's going to kill the regular season. No, not the regular season, just rivalry week. Just rivalry week. And, you know, the people that, it's one of these things that all oh, the fans love it. Yeah, the fans are going to love it. They're going to eat it up. They're going to eat it up. Especially under the scenario where five, six, seven, and eight hosts 9, 10, 11, 12 in the seating. I think it's going to be fascinating. Why? Imagine a scenario in which Boise State, I'm just going to give a couple examples of boy in a scenario where Boise State ends up winning their conference and ready for this is one of the five highest ranked, six highest ranked teams that wins their conference. Well, they're an automatic bid. I can't wait to see ten and two Texas A and M. I can't wait to see ten and two Georgia. Go and play a college football game in Boise, Idaho, where it's 26 degrees on December 15th. That's going to be fun. Uh, look, there's certain parts of this that I like. I do. A couple of years ago, Florida would have had to go to Michigan. I lived in Michigan for 10 years. You know what the weather's like on December 17th in Ann Arbor? Not warm. So that, that You know, it's funny because the Big Ten has always wanted, and northern schools have always wanted to get southern schools on their turf. That's going to happen now. That's going to happen. Southern schools are going to have to go to the north and play college football games in December. Oh, we didn't think about that, did we? Didn't think about that one. So I, I think that's... Look, there's bonuses in this. There are things in this that make it interesting. There are things in this that make it fun. I love I love this. I love the fact that you could have a scenario like last year where what Georgia... Florida, not Georgia wouldn't have been in there, but A&M would have had to go on the road. And if A&M goes on the road and takes on Penn State at Penn State, that's going to be fun. What do you think Happy Valley's like on December 16th, 17th? It's not warm. It'll be 25 degrees. So look, that, that, that's part. I, I'm going to enjoy seeing that. 
That's going to be fun. What else is going to be? Well, you're going to give your non-power five, your group of five teams a chance. You are. Now, the there, there's two flaws in this. And look, there's flaws in everything that, that are created. The flaws in this are as follows. If I am, I'm going to give you an example. If I'm the 11th seed, okay, and I knock off the 6th seed, all right? If I've traveled, if, if four, if five, six, seven, and 8 are hosting games, and I'm the 11th seed and I go to the 6th seed, okay, I've traveled. Okay, we won that one. Now we're going to use the bowl games. Okay, now we're down to 8. So the next week, I've got another game on the road. Okay, now I've... Well, we're going to use the bowl system. Okay. Let's say I'm the 11th seed and uh, just give you an example. Let's say I am Texas A&M. I took on the sixth seed, which was Cincinnati and I win. Woo. All right. I went on the road and won at Cincinnati. Okay. Now what? Oh, now we're going to go to a bowl game. It's going to be the citrus bowl. All right. Now. Okay. Citrus bowl. Do we reseed after this? I don't like, maybe not. We're going to have a bracket. Okay. Well, the sixth seed would play the three seed. So who would have been the three seed this last year? Three seed was Clemson, Ohio State. So now I'm going to take on Ohio State in the Citrus Bowl. All right, woohoo! Now I get to go to the Citrus Bowl. I win that. All right, that's two weeks in a row I've been on the road. Now where do I get to go? Oh, wow. Or the Cotton Bowl. Okay. Or the Rose Bowl. I'm go even bigger. The Rose Bowl. All right, now I get to go to the Rose Bowl. All right, let's head out to Pasadena for the Rose Bowl. Three weeks in a row on the road. And then after that, we get to play in the college football title game. All right. So you have just sent your students on the road for a whole month over Christmas and New Year's. Even NFL teams don't spend an entire month on the road. They don't. Even NFL teams don't spend an entire month on the road. Don't tell me this is about student athletes and giving them opportunities. It's about money, which is fine, which is fine with me. You want to make it about money? That's fine. They they deserve a cut of this. If your television rights are going to go from three hundred million to nine hundred million, athletic department is going to put the six hundred million dollars in their pocket. You're going to give any of the guys? Well, this gives them a great plat- great platform for what? I went through and did uh, a little research here because facts don't care about feelings. Number one pick in the draft was who? Trevor Lawrence didn't play in the national title game, so he didn't need the playoff. Trevor Lawrence would have been the number one pick in the draft last year. Who's number two pick? Zach Wilson, great, from BYU. Didn't need to see him in a playoff, did you? He still went number two. Who's the number three pick? Oh, Trey Lance, North Dakota State. For crying out loud, that dude didn't even play in major college football. He got drafted third overall. Who's number four pick in the draft? Kyle Pitts. Didn't even play in his bowl game. So this whole notion that, oh, the college football playoffs going to be great with all these, you're going to have more opportunity uh, to showcase your skills. Top four picks weren't even in the national title game. Three of them weren't even in the playoff. And the fifth pick, fifth pick was Jamar Chase, sat out the entire year. So of the top five picks, the only one that wasn't the playoff was the number one pick, and he didn't even really need to go to the playoffs. He was going to be the number one pick no matter what. He could have outthrown seven interceptions in his game against Ohio State. He's going to be the number one pick no matter what. So the students, oh, it's a great opportunity for them to get hurt. Look, I don't mind if you're going to say it's a great opportunity for them. If you want to fall for that, go ahead, fall for it. But you've got to give them something. They have to get something out of this. You're going to ask, think about this. If you play if you play a 12-game regular season and you play a conference championship game, okay, let's say you lose it. Let's say you're Florida, because Florida is the perfect example of this. 
Florida be the perfect example of this. They played 12 games. They played a conference championship game. Okay, that's 13 games. Now they're the 11 seed, 12 seed, 10 seed, whatever it may be. Who knows if they were the 7 seed this year? That's where they ended up. Who knows if that's where they would seed them? But let's just say, let's say they're the 10 seed, just for fun. Okay, and they, they, they're taking on the 7 seed, right? They win that. All right, that's game 14. Now they're in the final eight. Say they win that. All right, that's game 15. Say they win that. Final four. All right, that's 16. They're going to go to a championship game. They will play in more games. They will have played in more games at that point than two-thirds of the NFL. Think college football bodies ready for 17 games? Do you? Oh, but remember, they play for love of the game. What do they deserve to get out of this? They don't deserve anything extra. They get the opportunity. Opportunity for what? Kyle Pitts didn't need a four-team playoff. He was drafted fourth overall or a four-week playoff. Again, look, I'm going to enjoy it. It's going to make the month of December extremely interesting when it comes to this. But don't pretend for one second this is about the kids because it's not. It's about schools and athletic departments making more money, which is fine, which is fine. But boy, if I'm a student athlete, and look, they don't unionize. It's one of these things that... It's a coup d'etat. They don't even, it's one of these things that, oh, I, I've got a great opportunity. Oh, okay. If you feel that way. Seriously, if you feel that way, go ahead. But it's not. They're going to have student athletes playing 17 games. Well, that, that's just a chance for them to show their skills. Yeah. Again, four of the top five picks this year didn't make the playoffs in the NFL draft. Show what skills? They don't have the opportunity that over 13 games, 12 games. Notre Dame can't be a top four seed. So what does this mean? Well, this means that joining a conference is not necessary. Be a five seed. South Bend, Notre Dame gets to host the 12 seed then, or the six seed, they get to host an 11 seed. Good luck being an SEC team going up and playing in South Bend on December 17th. Again, this is gonna, there's certain aspects of this that are great, but overall, hmm. TV rights, more fun, more, it's going to, there's certain things it does. It destroys major bowl games in terms of their specialness. You know, the Big Ten going to the Rose Bowl, that's that's done. It's done. Pac-12, those, it's going to kill certain traditions. It's going to hurt rivalry week at the end of the year. But it's going to make December more interesting. It's going to have Boise State and Cincinnati a part of a playoff. Okay? It's going to get two and three teams in for major conferences. Which, that's fine with me. That's fine. But don't pretend this is about fairness. This is about making money and not getting sued. This is about checking boxes. When you go into something like, okay, what do we do to give this team a piece of the pie? What do you do to give this team a... Okay, look, everybody's happy? Everybody's happy? I saw a great line today on CBSSports.com. You're sacrificing quality for access. It's okay. Enjoy it. Uh, What are the other things I want to talk about? Look, college football is going to dominate this because you're talking about something that dominates the narrative for months at a time that's going under a drastic change. A drastic change. A major facelift. As in Mickey Rourke facelift. Like Who's this? Who's this person? Uh, not, all, not necessarily always a good thing. Uh, the other thing that I want to hit on a little bit here is baseball. Baseball is cracking down on the use of foreign substances. You hear things like spin rate, adjusting the rate, the pitcher striking too many guys out, too many no-hitters. So baseball's going to crack down on foreign substances. Pitchers for a long time have been using tack, um, sticky substances to put grip on the ball, to put spin on the ball, rotation on the ball. It's like batters be using pine tar for grip. Um, 
to hold on to the bat. Pitchers using tack grip to adjust the speed of the ball. Reminds me of the eighties. You know, the Negro, the Negroes used to use Dale files and cheating has been going on for baseball for a long, long time. Cheating has been going on in baseball for a long, long time. Um, they kind of turned the other way and now baseball's cracking back down on this. Why? Cause their offensive numbers have gone in the toilet home run. Just offensive numbers have gone. Nobody over. Oh, oh my gosh. We're going to ruin tradition. All these numbers are going to break a bunch of records. Let's adjust this. Let's adjust this. Uh, okay. But if you worried about offensive numbers, get rid of the shift. A couple of years ago, you changed a couple of rules, right? Where pitchers have to face a certain amount of hitters. Get rid of the shift. Or that's what you do. Hey, only two defenders on the right side of second base, only one outfielder on the right side. Center field can play even up. And don't say you can't enforce it. Of course you can. You can enforce in football somebody 25 yards away lining up with the center. Umpires right behind don't play. They can't see where the center fielder is. Of course you can do this. So it's one of these things that they're they're tracking down or they're cracking down on this, and that's fine. But baseball puts itself into a situation where for some reason they can't see things coming. Couldn't see the steroid era in baseball coming. Guys look like Paul Bunyan out there swinging sticks. Guys look like Paul Bunyan out there swinging beef jerky sticks. That's how big guys had gotten. No, I don't, I don't know why these guys are hitting 70 home runs a year. I don't know. They, I, I just think they've gotten stronger. And guys throwing no hitters at an alarming rate. Oh, it's the spin rate. Well, maybe, maybe we need to crack down on this. So baseball's got a foreign substance problem, and that foreign substance problem is, you know, using means to, you know, gain an advantage. And I've always gotten a kick out of this, too, because I've said this for the longest time, that, you know, it's like, oh, that's, you know, that's performance enhancing. They're gaining an advantage. Well, Tommy John surgery is removing a tendon from a cadaver's body and putting it in your arm. How is that? That's a talk about a foreign substance. It's a foreign person's body part. How's that not creating a competitive advantage? So, you know, you, you can get murky here when it comes to the weeds on these things. So, again, I absolutely love that baseball is making some change. I love that baseball is making some adjustment here. And I don't mind that it's on the fly. The NHL did this a couple of years ago. It's been a couple of years ago, been 10, 15 years ago, where I, I can't remember what game it was, but there was a player in the NHL that just stood in front of the goalie, like with his stick. And God, I, I can't remember for the life of me when this happened about 15 years ago, 10, 15 years ago. And the NHL came out and said, well, there's no rule against that. It's like, well, we're changing that tonight. And they changed the rule tonight. You can crack down on things. The NFL does this. Hey, we got too many holding calls. We've got too much helmet-to-helmet contact on quarterbacks. So what do they start doing? They start fining guys $30,000, dollars $50,000. That ends that stuff in a hurry. So this is no different than the NFL cracking down on hits to quarterbacks, late hits, holding calls. It's no different than that. It's no different than that. Oh, this is a big problem. Well, no, it's a big problem. I'm glad baseball's proactive here. I am. And... It'll increase offense. Spin rate's going to die. It's going to take about a month to two months to see how big of a deal this is. But, again, baseball's foreign flaw, they, they, they fixed it. Good for them. Harp on Sports, the bar. Harp on Sports, the podcast, audio, media, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on Sports Twitter, at Harp on Sports Instagram, Harp on Sports, the Facebook page. Again, we crank these out twice a week. You can check out the podcast, Spotify, Apple podcast, Buzzsprout, and of course, video available, Facebook, 
and YouTube. There we go. Remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein, have fun with your friends.